Listen up, real estate investors, entrepreneurs, and agents. You're in the right place. Unlocking the secrets to real estate investing and entrepreneurship. Welcome to the Titanium Vault, hosted by RJ Bates III. Here's RJ. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Titanium Vault. I'm your host, RJ Bates. Today's episode is either going to be the most epic episode ever, or it is just going to absolutely suck ass. And I'm going to deserve those three-star ratings that I always say I don't accept. So I did remember, though, that I'm changing this to the beginning of the episode. So if you like today's episode, which this is a risk because there's a good chance the majority of you are going to hate it and think this is pretty stupid. But if you do like it, please give me a five-star review on iTunes so more people can hear this podcast. If you're watching on YouTube and you're seeing me dressed up like a Viking right now, drinking Icelandic beer, make sure you hit the subscribe button, hit the thumbs up, let me know that you liked it. All right, so today's episode I named Kraken Angry Sushi in Iceland. What the fuck is RJ talking about? So I wrote a post on Facebook the other day, and I want to give some reference to it and explain what my purpose behind it was and then kind of get into the deeper meaning and kind of my thoughts after I posted this. Okay, so I'm gonna start off by reading my post from Facebook and then we'll break it down from there. So the post says, be patient. It will all come with the cold water. So I try and lay my head in water to know what to do. The window weather is played out and it's time to bite the molar and realize it's time to get on with the butter. Blind are the bookless men and I will not accept that fate. You may think I'm totally out driving, but I'm looking forward to taking them all to the bakery. It'll be the raisin at the end of the hot dog. If you don't know, then know you come completely from the mountains, but never forget, quote, the Kraken stirs and 10 billion sushi dinners cry out for vengeance. And then I added a bunch of emojis afterwards because there are emojis I never get to use unless I write something that crazy. So where did this come from? What am I talking about? And why am I doing a podcast? And why am I dressed like a Viking? Okay, so two years ago, uh, we attended our Mastermind Investor Fuel run by Mike Hambright and Stinson and Hannah. And Mike Hambright's wife had created a bucket list book. And they gave it to us as a gift. And I thought it was really cool. And I was like, man, you know, there's a lot of things that I talk about that I want to do in my life, but I've never actually taken the time to write those items down. So, you know, my crazy self and never wanting to put very strong barriers on what I can and can't do, said for the next year, I'm going to post on Facebook one bucket list item. So 365 bucket list items, one every day. And one of the items that I posted 
was I want to teach myself another language. Now, it would make sense for me to, to learn a language like Spanish because I live in Texas and there's a lot of Spanish speaking individuals and that might help me out in business and whatnot. But this is more of uh, a personal enjoyment thing, something that gives me energy. I've taken, uh, you know, six, seven, eight years of Spanish and, and it just wasn't something that resonated with me. But I've always had an, an infatuation with Iceland and their culture, the fact that they are out in the middle of nowhere. And I, I don't know, it's just something I've always loved. And, and so I jokingly call it the motherland. And so I decided that the language I wanted to teach myself was Icelandic. And I'll actually I'll read something that kind of stood out to me about the Icelandic language. And this is all going to come back around to business here in a little bit. So just bear with me for like the next four to five minutes. Icelandic is one of the oldest languages in the world that it is still used to this day. The language has not changed a lot since it was created in the ninth century. So most Icelandic people can still read old Icelandic texts. Because of the old age of the language, Icelandic has a lot of phrases and sayings that don't always make sense, but are still used every day. And then this site compiled a list of old and new phrases in the Icelandic language and examples of them being used in a sentence. So I started looking at this and this was kind of like the beginning stages of me trying to figure out how I was going to learn the language. And shockingly, this list, as I go down, there was 12 items on the list. It was one of those weird moments where I was like, man, I could actually kind of come up with a motto for myself and where we are in our business using these phrases, which is what this post was about and why I made it. It was more of a reminder for myself because that's what happened is I got the memory from two years ago that I had made um, that Facebook post saying I was going to teach myself a language. And I'm like, man, it's already been two years and I haven't even started on this. I should probably at least identify what language and how I'm going to do it. So what I want to do now is, is go through and explain this post on what I was talking about. And then I'll circle back around to the, the fallout of this. And, and kind of what I realized after making this post. So the beginning parts are, the, the first sentence is, be patient, it will all come with the cold water. So if I come to this site here, um, it all comes with the cold water. If you meet some Icelanders that are being impatient, you can remind them that it all comes with the cold water, meaning if you're patient, things will fall into place. So it's funny because I actually wrote, be patient, it will all come with the cold water. So if I actually said that to someone from Iceland, they would kind of look at me uh, oddly because I'm basically saying, be patient, be patient. But I'm telling myself right there, that's the first thing I want to remind myself is just be patient. The next sentence I say, so I try and lay my head in water to know what to do. Lay your head in water. When you really have to think deeply about something or make a decision on something, Icelandic people use the phrase, 
lay your head in water. For example, I don't know what to do. I'm going to lay my head in water and figure it out. So I say, so I try and lay my head in water to know what to do. So I'm saying, be, be patient. And I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to lay my head in the water and figure it out. The next sentence is, the window weather is played out, and it's time to bite the molar and realize it's time to get on with the butter. So there's actually three different phrases on this one. We'll start with, the window weather is played out. A very special Icelandic saying is window weather. It means that when you look outside the window, it looks like the weather is amazing, but when you go outside, it's actually really cold. Therefore, it's called window weather. So what I'm referring to on this is, I'm kind of using it as a metaphor where it's like uh, the, the fair weather is played out. And I think for anyone that's been following the podcast for past six, nine, 12 months, you guys have kind of seen that I've been more open about the struggles that we've had at Titanium. And that's what I'm referring to is like the fair weather um, post podcast, all of that. I think you guys as listeners of the podcast can learn more about those struggles that we're dealing with. So I say the window weather, that fair weather is played out and it's time to bite the molar. Bite the molar with the Iceland extreme weather Icelanders often have to be tough. Icelandic people have a special saying for this, to bite the molar. It means that when something difficult is ahead, you should bite the molar and continue. So I'm saying, in real, and, and it's time to bite the molar, so realize that I have a difficult road ahead. And realize that it's time to get on with the butter. So let's see what that means. We'll scroll up here. On with the butter. When people are not doing their jobs, you can tell them to get on with the butter. This is a phrase used when you really need to get something done. And I'm saying it's time for me to realize it's time to get on with the butter. It's time to get something done. If I've been complaining about some of the same issues for the past six, nine, 12 months, it's just time to suck it up and get on with it, right? Blind are the bookless men and I will not accept that fate. This is probably one of the more obvious ones, but Icelandic people read the most books in the world per capita. Reading is a huge part of the culture, and therefore this saying exists. Blind is a bookless man. If you don't read, you're blind to so many things. And I talk about this because one of my goals this year was to read more books than I've ever read um, in a year. And I'm, I'm actually exceeding that pace. Audible helps. But I consider that still reading because you're gaining that knowledge. I actually gain it quicker and, and better that way. So blind are the bookless men, and I will not accept that fate. So I'm saying I'm not going to accept that fate. I'm struggling right now. It's time to make a change. And I'm not going to continue to be blind because I've struggled with reading and, and becoming more wise and, and gaining that knowledge. So I'm not going to accept that fate. You may think I'm totally out driving but I'm looking forward to taking them all to the bakery. So let's say you may totally think I'm out driving. If somebody is acting crazy or is completely off about something, Icelandic people say that the person is totally or completely out driving. And at this point in time, during this, this post that I'm making, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, hey, anybody that reads this is probably gonna think I'm crazy. Think I'm totally out driving. 
but I'm looking forward to taking them all to the bakery. So let's see. Where is take them all to the bakery? When you are going to win a physical altercation with someone, you can use this phrase to take someone to the bakery. This phrase is often used in sports as well. I can't wait until we compete against the other team. We will take them to the bakery. Now, I'm not going to have a physical altercation with anyone that's reading this post, but I naturally put a chip on my shoulder and try to compete in everything. Um, that's just what motivates me as a person. The majority of the people that follow me either here on the podcast, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, wherever, that are going to read anything that I'm writing are probably going to be in real estate investing or a longtime family or friend. And what I'm saying there is, is as much as I love collaboration, at the end of the day, I'm still competing with each of you. I'm a real estate investor. You're a real estate investor. We're competing for deals. We're competing to make the money that we're striving to do. We're competing to strive to make the generational wealth that everyone so frequently talks about in this industry. So that's what I'm talking about there. It'll be the raisin at the end of the hot dog is how I ended that sentence. This was one of the more odd ones. This phrase is used to describe a pleasant surprise or the highlight of something. Seeing the Northern Lights in Iceland was the raisin at the end of the hot dog. So I'm saying you might think I'm crazy, but I'm looking forward to beating you in the competition. It's going to be a pleasant surprise and the highlight of what I'm doing. The next sentence is, if you don't know, then know you come completely from the mountains. I come completely from the mountains. When you have no idea what people are talking about, you can use this handy phrase. This phrase means that someone is completely out of the loop and has no idea what is going on. What are you guys talking about? I come completely from the mountains. What I'm saying is, is if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you come completely from the mountains. Basically, you probably have no clue. Very few people were able to decipher what I was saying here. And that's what I'm referencing. And then I ended it with a quote. I said, but never forget. And the quote is, the Kraken stirs and 10 billion sushi dinners cry out for vengeance. I think that's a funny quote just because, uh, you know, I after I, I wrote this, I had actually made a previous post about that quote. And... Uh, after I wrote this post, you know, the next day, Cassie and I started talking about the post and she was kind of like, well, this is how I, you know, decipher that, that quote, you know, she had her interpretation of it. Um, I don't really know what the author meant by it. And I can't remember the author's name, but it, it comes from a book. Um, but the, the, the quote to me, the way I decipher and the way I take it, which I think is the beautiful thing about quotes is, is you can really take it however you want in whatever manner you need to, to try to either elevate yourself, make yourself better mentally, whatever you need to. But the Kraken is a large mythical ocean creature, right? Doesn't even exist. 
but when the kraken stirs something that people have made up in their mind 10 billion sushi dinners so what is sushi it's a small fish raw piece of fish right 10 billion of them are going to cry out for vengeance over something that's mythical um, not even real it, it stirred and they want vengeance for it because they're not happy with their current state and the way i take that is is in this scenario i'm making myself the kraken where maybe somebody doesn't like something that i do maybe they don't like the fact that i took time to dress up like a viking make a, a youtube thumbnail that made me happy and i sit down and do a podcast once a week and they think hey you know rj could be doing a better job here or is he even in a position to be able to do that um i know he's struggling on a flip over here or i know so and so says that you know they didn't like working with him or whatever they want to cry out for vengeance and i view that as a lot of people are just unhappy with their current situation so they will actually elevate people in their mind to a certain level they make them that mythical creature and as soon as that mythical creature does something, they want to cry out for vengeance. So that's what I meant by that. So I do this post on Facebook. By the way, I just want to side note. Um, it is 95 degrees here in Forward, Texas today. And uh, it is absolutely miserable dressed up like a Viking right now. This is, this is very uncomfortable. So I have a new appreciation for people that actually wore this. Uh, but uh the post itself you know it, it was it, it didn't get a ton of engagement it got 35 comments on facebook nothing nothing insane um but what was interesting were some of the comments that were made um so i'll read those and then i'll, I'll finish off with the thing that was the funniest to me uh one gentleman said i don't really know what you mean so i'll interpret the way i choose most interesting posts i've seen in a while uh steve train my buddy said i guess Bates 316 finally cracked they got crazy uh, someone else said, either you are Joe Biden's speech writer or you are a man far beyond our time. That was pretty funny. Uh, someone else just said, I want sushi. Um, you know, Kelly Smith said, lay my head in water. I used to have weird dreams too when my boyfriend in college had a waterbed. That was pretty funny. But other people were just like, yeah, bro, you lost me. What are you talking about? Uh, this is, you know, I don't know what you're doing. You know, gifs with the funny faces, things like that. The, the part that was the funniest about me about this is, is I posted this, I don't know, 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. Um, my sister actually called me and said, are you okay, RJ? Like, is, there, is there something wrong with you? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Well, what do you mean? You know, and she's like, I, I just saw your post on Facebook. It, it was, you know, a bunch of gibberish. Are, are you depressed? Is there something wrong with you? And so... <clears throat> the reactions are what gave me the idea to do this podcast and talk about the importance of communication and and how differently it can be interpreted you know i'm trying to learn how to to speak another language and these are phrases that they use stop slacking get on with the butter you know that's that's just like us over here saying you know hey do your job you know um but that's a saying that they have and and i could say get on with the butter to someone in iceland they know what i'm talking about 
if I say it to someone over here, it's interpreted a whole different way. Something's wrong with me. I'm insane. What are you talking about? Get on with the butter. You know, are you buttering bread? What are, what are you doing? You know, it doesn't make any sense. And so I thought about this from a perspective of, you know, there's communication is such a huge part of being an entrepreneur, being a real estate investor, running our businesses, being a CEO or COO, whatever it is, and how easy it is to have communication become a huge barrier in our businesses and how easy it is to say something one way and someone else interpret it another way. And the only people that actually understood what I was saying here were the people closest to me in my life, my business partners, Elijah Delagars at Cassie, you know, I mean, they, they were able to decipher what I was saying. They knew where it was coming from. Um, it was funny. Elijah actually responded using some of the other, uh, I think I didn't use two or three of the phrases out of the, the list of 12. He actually responded using a couple of them um, because they know me. But so often in business, we do business with people that we don't know and we don't regularly communicate. Talk about, you know, just on a wholesaling business, uh, acquisitions through text message, through cold calling, during the appointments, you know, when, when you're trying to communicate with them and you're trying to explain the process, are you using phrases in your business that you use on a regular basis and they have no clue what you're talking about? And does that prohibit you from getting the, the deal? Um, you know, it really kind of just opened up my eyes to how easy it is for us to just say things one way and assume everyone knows that we're going to know. I knew writing this post that no one was going to know what the hell I was talking about. It was just funny to me and eye-opening to see that people read it and thought there might actually be something mentally wrong with me from it. And then I looked at it and say, how often does this happen in life where I say something and I assume people do know what I'm talking about and they have no clue and they don't tell me and they just decide to move on with someone else that's a better communicator. So the whole point in all of this is to really pay attention to the way that you communicate. Um, really understanding how easy it is for it to become a huge barrier of entry, either when you're trying to buy a property or build a relationship with someone in your business. It's amazing how just a few different phrases, a few different words, changing them around. All of these are words that we use on a regular basis but just moving them around a little bit uh, literally led to my sister calling and asking if something was wrong with me and if I was okay or if I was going insane. So uh, hopefully this episode got across to someone. Um, if not, it was fun for me. Um, I got to dress up like a, a Viking, pour myself a beer and talk about Icelandic phrases for 15, 20 minutes. So Hope you guys enjoyed it. Remember, I only accept five-star reviews. Please give us one. It helps us get the message out to more people. And we will be back to a more, much more regular episode next week. We'll have a great guest on that will do all of the talking. I'll stay out of the way.
We'll see you guys then. Thanks so much for listening to the Titanium Vault with your host, RJ Bates III. For more info and to stay up to date, visit www.podcast.thetitaniumvault.com and on facebook.com slash thetitaniumvault. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time on the Titanium Vault. Titanium Vault.